Welcome to the Laundry Hour, a podcast encouraging stay-at-home moms to fulfill their God-given and extraordinary purpose in their seemingly ordinary lives. I'm your host, Jamie Williams. Last time on the Laundry Hour, we walked through Jesus' life and came away with three simple yet powerful questions we can begin asking ourselves and asking God so we can seek to live a more holy, God-honoring life. Those questions were, how can I join you today, God, in what you're already doing and how you're already working? How can I glorify you today? What are you teaching? What do you want to say? And how, again, how can I join you in doing that? But then three, what have you already told me so that I can live obedient in my life? Also wanted to do a quick synopsis. Jesus' life is the sinless sacrifice. We gain righteousness because of his life. Jesus' death, a penalty of sin, was paid. We gain life because of Jesus' death. And Jesus' resurrection, sin was conquered. We gain power because of Jesus' resurrection. So today, I wanted to talk about Jesus' death. And it's really cool because it intersects with our study of biblical motherhood. We are commanded to love our children, and we follow the example of Christ and how he laid down his life for us. Jesus' death was an act of love for us, but it was also an act of obedience to the Father. So in Luke 22, verses 41 through 42, we see Jesus praying right before he's arrested, and he withdrew from them about a stone's throw and knelt down and prayed, saying, Father, if you are willing, remove this cup from me. Nevertheless, not my will, but yours be done. There was something quite painful and amazing that was happening to Jesus as he was praying in the garden right before he was arrested and crucified. He asked the Father if there was another way, if at all, could this cup of death be taken away but not my will but yours be done he prayed this three times even in death jesus wasn't about his own accord authority or glory it was all about obedience to the father and good thing too if jesus wasn't obedient we wouldn't have the sinless sacrifice we needed to pay our death penalty and if jesus wasn't our sinless sacrifice where would we be we find another intersection with our biblical motherhood study in Philippians 2.8. And being found in human form, he humbled himself by becoming obedient to the point of death, even death on a cross. His life of obedience led to a death of obedience. Even while he was being arrested, mocked, beaten, and crucified, Jesus was still doing the work of the Father. He was still teaching, healing, forgiving, and being our painfully beautiful example. Have you ever read the crucifixion story? Well, you can find it towards the end, but not the end, of any of the Gospels, Matthew, Mark, Luke, or John. I would encourage you to read it for yourself. Read all four of them so you can see the, the, the fullest picture of his arrest, him being arrested, mocked, beaten, and crucified. But don't continue because we're going to read and talk about his resurrection together. So what can we learn from Jesus' death? First, we can respond in humility 
praise and thankfulness because without his life and death, we are missing two key components of our salvation. So thank you that Jesus' death was the plan from the beginning, but also thank you, Jesus, for being obedient to death. Second, let's also be obedient to death. Jesus knew the plan, and though he asked if there was another way, he knew that there wasn't. It was hard knowing that he was going to suffer and die. But he was also about to be separate for his, from his father for the first time ever. All of the sin for all time was now being placed on Jesus. And the father couldn't be in communion with him because he can't be in the presence of sin. We believe that this is the hardest part about Jesus' death. He suffered in so many ways. So he could remain obedient and provide us with everlasting life. That is an example that is worthy of our worship and our thankfulness, our awe and humility. So how do we follow Jesus' example? Here are three other questions or three other steps, I guess, um, that can help us walk through this. Well, one, what is God calling us to do? Jesus knew his job. Do we know ours? Two, he acknowledged, he knew he was going to suffer. He prophesied it three times to the disciples before it happened. He knew he was going to suffer and die. Do we know that we're going to suffer and die in whatever God is calling us to? I think sometimes we have a romanticized view of what God is calling us to. We're so excited. This is my calling. This is my purpose. And yes, it is exciting and beautiful. But do we count the cost of, of, of the hard things that are going to happen? And when things are beautiful, I think it's easier for us to, to follow through. But when they get hard, will we stop? I don't want to stop. So how do I make sure that I don't stop? In Hebrews 12 we see the answer. It says the joy set before him, he endured the cross. Jesus also knew he was going to be reunited with the Father and that all of us would be reunited too. So he kept going. So what is your joy? Knowing that people, perhaps your children, will know Jesus because of what you do? Knowing that you will get to experience eternal life? Knowing that you will please the Father? Let the joy help you endure. So what is God calling to you to do? Have you acknowledged how you will probably suffer and die? And do you know what is the joy that is set before you so that you can endure? Can I pray over you? Father, thank you so much that you planned from the beginning of all time that Jesus would die. That sounds horrible. Uh, but thank you. Thank you for providing the perfect sinless sacrifice for us, just like you did for Abraham with Isaac. Abraham said, the Lord will provide a sacrifice, and you did, because you knew we couldn't do it. Jesus, thank you so much for being the sacrifice, for living the perfect life, for being obedient to the point of death, and even while you were in the process of dying, being still a great example of glorifying God and not yourself even though in the process you were being glorified. Thank you for showing us how to live and showing us how to die. Help us to know what you've called us to do. Help us to acknowledge how we will suffer and die. 
because I think we need to know that so that we can look for the joy so that we will endure because if Jesus didn't finish we would have nothing so if we don't finish there's a possibility that people won't get to know you because we have messed up or won't get to know you when they were supposed to for example our kids might need to know you while they're in our house but if we mess up they might not get to know you until they're in their 40s and they've missed such an opportunity to walk with you and we do not want people to miss out on more of you God so help us to be obedient help us to endure give us the joy the joy is found in you in Jesus name amen if you like today's episode, please subscribe. If you loved it, please share. If you got to have it, please write a review. I'd love to hear what you have to say. And if you just want more, please join us on the Facebook group. It is the Laundry Room TLH Community with Jamie Williams. We are still going through Proverbs. We are almost finished, but I am really excited. I'm learning a lot. I hope you are too. Next time on the Laundry Hour, we will continue with Jesus' death and grace and how that affects our motherhood as well. So what does a victorious resurrection do for our motherhood? May the grace of the Lord Jesus and everything that he encompasses rest on you and your family. I love you.